0: Welcome to Bassmaster Radio, presented by Phoenix Boats, the show for fishermen by fishermen. Today's show is brought to you by Rappella, 13 Fishing, Omnia Fishing, and Visit Anderson, South Carolina. Now, here's your host, Lifetime Bass member, Tom Abraham.
1: Welcome to this week's episode of Phoenix Boats, Bassmaster Radio on the Sports Byline USA Network and other fine stations around the country. I am Tom Abraham, your guide for the next hour as we feature the Bassmaster Elite Series and those looking to get into that exclusive group through the St. Croix Bassmaster Open Series and the up-and-comers on the Strike King Bassmaster College Series and tens of thousands of Bass Nation anglers around the country competing on the local level, all with a chance to advance to the big leagues of professional fishing. The Bass Nation operates youth, high school, and college programs including a Junior Bassmaster Championship, High School National Championship, a college national championship, and the college bracket event that leads to a Bassmaster Classic birth. The Bass Nation is at the grassroots of who we are. And for more information on how to become a member or to start a Bass Nation club, visit Bassmaster.com, click on the Tournament tab and select Nation. And to join the hundreds of thousands of members of Bass, just click on the Membership tab. BASS members enjoy Bassmaster Magazine and exclusive access at Bassmaster.com. first. First cast segment of the show is brought to you by 13 Fishing, and we have a great deal for you right now. The Gerald Swindle Design Meta Series Rods and Inception G2 Reels are available at 13fishing.com, along with all their other great products. And for a limited time, you can get 20% off your entire order by using the discount code Bass Radio 20. That's Bass Radio 20 only at 13fishing.com. I fish these rods and reels myself and could not be happier with the code Bass Radio 20. Today, we wrap up the first Bassmaster Elite event of the season at Toledo Bend, even as the pros are on Lake Fork in Texas in stop number two. Now, the amazing Koya Fujita won the event with just over 100 pounds, but his English is not quite ready for the Rapala Winter Circle. However, Davey Height was there for Bassmaster Live and will join us in a few minutes for that and to give us an Omnia Fishing Lake report on Santee Cooper, the next stop on the St. Croix Bassmaster Opens series. Patrick Walters surged into second place at Toledo Bend with a huge day on Championship Sunday, and he's coming up a little later on in the show, as is Wisconsin pro Pat Schlapper, who finished third. So sit back and grab a cup of coffee and enjoy this week's episode of Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio on the Bassmaster Radio Network. At Phoenix Boats, everyone has a passion for bass fishing. From the founder and Elite Series Pro, Gary Klaus, down to the guy who affixes the final decal. Gary says, this passion has shaped our lives and it has brought about many of the fishing features that you see on the Phoenix today. Our goal is to make every boat that goes out the door the best fishing platform it can be in both design and construction for our customers. When I toured the plant, it was clear that Phoenix uses only the highest quality materials and that the craftsmanship was second to none. I'm Tom Abraham and I too run a Phoenix boat and am extremely proud to carry the Phoenix logo on my gear. I've known Gary Klaus since he started the company and what he, Teresa Johnson and the rest of the team at Phoenix boats have created is truly remarkable. The highest quality boats built by anglers for anglers. This isn't just a saying it's a passion at Phoenix. View the entire lineup at phoenixboats.com and get started on yours today. Take it from me. It's time to experience the Phoenix difference. Rapala is one of the most respected names in all of the fishing industry. The finest balsa wood baits with the best action, the DT Series, the Brat Bells, and the Shad Wrap are all legendary. But did you know that Rapala also makes high-quality rain gear and every kind of fishing accessory you can imagine? Plus, under the Rapala family of brands, you'll find VMC hooks and terminal tackle, Suffix mono, fluoro, and braided lines, Terminator spinnerbaits, jigs, and frogs, plus the Storm Arashi line of baits. Learn more at Rapala.com. That's Rapala.com and start catching more fish. Hey gang, Tom Abraham here for my friends at 13 Fishing. I can't tell you how excited I was to learn a two-time Bassmaster Angler of the Year. Gerald Swindle had teamed up with the crew at 13 Fishing to build the ultimate rod and reel series that combines quality with a price point that works for all. And right now we have a tremendous deal for you. The new Meta Series Rods and Inception G2 Reels are available at 13fishing.com. And for a limited time, you can get 20% off your entire order by using the discount code BASSRADIO20. That's BASSRADIO20 only at 13fishing.com
0: welcome back to phoenix boats bassmaster radio now here's your host tom abraham
1: and welcome back phoenix boats bassmaster radio and now it's time for the ambia fishing lake preview and today we're going to look at sandy cooper where next week's St. Croix Bassmaster Open will take place. You know, with Omnia Pro, you can look at each lake's unique structure and the current water and weather conditions to see what kind of approach makes the most sense. Omnia Pro members can see current conditions, including water temp and grass and other conditions on thousands of lakes throughout the country on the Omnia Fishing mobile app pro membership is only $49 for the entire year and it includes unlimited access to map layers from your phone plus free shipping on all orders and 10% credit back on purchases so you get loyalty credits even on sale items and it gets even better go to OmniaFishing.com forward slash bass to save 20% on a membership today for listening to Bassmaster Radio so you save nearly $10 on that $49 Omnia Pro membership by going to omniafishing.com forward slash bass. And if you're going to talk about Sandy Cooper, who better to talk to than uh, Bassmaster Live's Davey Height, who has not one but two places now on Sandy Cooper, and he joins us on the VMC hook. Davey, welcome in. How are you?
2: I'm doing great. How are you doing, Tom?
1: I'm fantastic. Are you just going to have like a combine of places? You're going to buy up all the cottages on Sandy Cooper? You think, or is that is that well, the plan?
2: <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Tom. I don't. Maybe we shouldn't have let the cat out of the bag. There, my wife <laughs> might not know about one of the places. I
1: <laughs> I just kidding. Last I totally
2: j- kidding. Totally kidding.
1: You know, before we get to that, you know, we, we were unable to have uh, Koyo Fajita on. We always get the winner on after a an Elite Series event. Um, but his English isn't quite up to snuff yet. But he better learn quick because this dude is amazing i mean what what is he he's been in 10 events and he's had six top tens and two wins i mean you know how difficult it is to win out there uh what an incredible start to a career for koyo Fujita.
2: yeah it it really had not sunk in until dave mercer kind of said it to me probably four or five times over this past weekend you know kind of leading up it looked like, oh, yeah, yeah, was certainly going to be in contention to win his second event. It's unbelievable if you think about 10 events on the Bassmaster. Well, let's back up a little bit. He came over from Japan, I think two-time Angler of the year, won a lot of tournaments, was named. I've learned this the first time I met him before he actually competed in the first event last year. He was the prince the Japanese prince of fishing, coming here to see how he could compete in the U.S. and made the elites in his first year, gets over here last year, five top tens and one victory in his first season. And then this year starts it off with a bang with another top ten, obviously, and holding another blue trophy over his head. If you really think about that, that is unbelievable what a start he has had. And here's, here's the thing to go along with it. Like you said, it's English. is It's better than it was last year, so it's a little better. But I'm not so sure he should communicate because it's real easy for him to keep secrets yeah. now because, you know, it's like uh, kind of difficult to explain what I'm doing. So we'll see on, on how he does with his getting his English better. But he doesn't have to get his fishing any better. He is
1: knocking it out of the park. Yeah, exactly. like Sammy Sosa when he was testifying before the uh, uh, the Senate. All of a sudden, he couldn't speak English anymore. They didn't understand anything. So, yeah, <laughs> it's it's one of those deals. Davey Hyde. with us. I'll tell you what, Davey, I'll go one better. Four Angler of the Years in Japan. Not two, but four. Oh. Yeah, Ooh, I mean, d- that's amazing. I mean, this, this kid is really I mean, something else.
2: And, what? Yeah, less than 30 years old.
1: Yeah, less, less than, 30 than
2: 30 years 30 old. Years. He's already accomplished all
1: that. He's got one for each forward facing transducer on his boat. Cuz <laughs> he's got them <laughs> shooting in every direction. Uh man, oh man. It, it it was neat with the coverage to be able to kind of see uh what the guys were seeing on their on their sonar, but uh I mean, are we ever going to see a fish caught on a top water again? Am I going to see a buzzbait fish ever caught again on TV? I mean, I, this is a uh, this is really a different world, man.
2: It is. I I don't know where it's going. To be honest with you, I was in at the last event there at Toledo Bend. I'm in the studio this week. I stopped by the studio a few minutes ago and talked to Tommy Sanders and a few others, and I, I truly don't know the answer. I don't know if anyone knows the answer right now. A lot of people, most all bass fishermen that keep up with tournament fishing, have an opinion. But I, I talked to a lot of the anglers last week, and I, I will readily admit that I don't have the answer. Yeah. But but I I do commend Chase Anderson and upper management at Bass for getting a committee together and saying we're going to really take a close look at it. We started off last week with inspecting all the boats to find out exactly how many. Different setups they had, how many four-patient transducers, you know, how many inches of screen on each boat. Yeah. I mean, it's just a lot of research to be done, and we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I see almost everyone I talk to. If I talk to them very long, and and they are very biased one way or the other, I, I tend to agree with a fair amount of what they say. I don't disagree with hardly anyone that I talk to. They they make great points, pros, cons, in the middle. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see.
1: Uh, Chris Zeldane did an interesting video where he went around and he talked to everybody and he had them show them what they had and, and estimate their cost 30 to $50,000 per boat. That was, th- the low was about 30 and the high was about $50,000 uh, worth of investment just in, uh, electronics. And that, not, that doesn't include a trolling motor or, or a, uh, shallow water anchor just in the, just in the screens and the, and the transducers and so on. And that, that is, uh, that is really something. And, um. You know, so the average fisherman, oh that, yeah, that I mean, that created, back in the day, we could buy two bass boats, two full bass boats for that price, and that's just their <laughs> electronics.
2: You're, you're right. Now, I will have to say, they must be talking full absolute retail for, for yeah, that. Yeah, not their uh, price, but what yeah, it's worth. High, but yeah. Either, either way, what, what we have to be careful not to do is have our fans looking at the elite fishermen and saying, can't do that because that costs too much money. I yeah. mean, our fans – or the reason we have a sport, and they are the reason that that you have your job, I have my job, and a lot of people have their jobs, and we cannot forget about that. But you know, there's a lot of there are a lot yeah. of fans that are very adamant about don't mess with forward facing. It's it's incredible, it's awesome. I learned so much. So. We just happened
1: yeah. yeah. There were multiple guys that had seven screens, seven screens on there, yeah. Room. I mean, that's it's crazy. David Hate with well, us. All right, Sandy Cooper, let's talk about this. The uh, the open EQ's uh, third event of the year, they are headed over there. You know, this water as well as anybody. Uh, a little bit of a dangerous spot. 225 boats will be out there, uh, with co anglers as well. It could be a little bit dicey. Uh, according to the Omnia Fishing app, it looks like mid-50s and rising in terms of water temps. What are we looking for? Give me a scouting report on, uh, on Santee Cooper.
2: So the first thing that comes to mind, you mentioned 225 boats. Uh, Santee Cooper Lake, Lake Marion, and Lake Moultrie will provide a large, large playing field. So that's always a good thing when you're talking about that many boats. The other thing, and one thing that certainly makes Santee Cooper Lakes so special, is the fact that there is a lot of cover and when I say cover, oftentimes that cover at Santee Cooper is standing cypress trees, stumps, uh, you know, trees that have been there for 100 years plus. Mm-hmm. And then you have, you know, the smaller trees that a lot of the fish are caught around that, that grow in the shallow water that, that have been there, you know, since I've been alive, that's for sure. But um, the upper lake and the lower lake will be a player, in my opinion. Um, water level and, and how they're fluctuating the water really dictate. Uh, where i think the fish fishing could be best uh the upper lake is is super good uh at times and the lower lake is sometimes where you have to go to from from where they put in their john c land park so it's really hard to narrow down where it'll be one you know the last few years uh, there's been a fair amount of fish uh let's let's just talk about last year matt robertson was leading uh from the lower lake in lake moultrie Looked like he was going to run away with it, but ended up not winning that event. Luke Palmer did, and he fished in the upper lake. The year before that, Drew Cook won the event. He caught fish, looking at them, Mm -hmm. spawning down on the lower end of the upper lake in, in the Potato Creek area. So... I really look for the upper end of the upper lake to be a player if the weather stabilizes. And the the reason I say that is, gosh, these guys are so good. We just left Toledo Bend in a Bassmaster Lake. Toledo Bend is over 180,000 acres, depending on water level, somewhere between 181 and 186. And we had like 35, 40 boats fishing the mouth, the mid to the, out to the mouth of Housing Creek. These anglers are so good now with, with all the tools that they have at their hands. It can get somewhat crowded. And to look for an area that maybe doesn't get as much attention in that area, to me, is the upper end of the upper lake. Right, where? where when we had okay. a fall tournament leak there a few years ago, a lot of the fish were caught up on that upper end.
1: All right. There you go. A scouting report uh, from one Davey Height on Santi Cooper. Davey, I appreciate you so much. Uh, we're watching you on uh, Bassmaster Live in studio this week at uh, at Lake Fork. It's Very, very exciting stuff. And uh, we'll look forward to chatting again. I will see you in Tulsa for sure. Absolutely. See you at a classic, pal. All right, man. Thank you. There you go. Davey Height. It's good stuff. All right. We'll get a break in here. When we come back, Patch Slapper. Uh thought he was going to win that tournament, and it got away from him on uh, Championship Sunday. We'll talk to him next right here on Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio on the Bassmaster Radio Network. The Bassmaster Classic is returning to Grand Lake of the Cherokees. Be
3: at the greatest event in bass fishing March 22nd through the 24th. And join us March 21st at the kickoff party for live music and giveaways. Friday through Sunday, watch takeoffs at Wolf Creek Park. See the Outdoors Expo, presented by GSM Outdoors at the Cox Convention Center. Then to the BOK Arena for the exciting weigh-in shows. Fun for the whole family, all events are free. The Bass Pro Shop's Bassmaster Classic, presented by Jockey Outdoors. See Bassmaster.com for details.
4: There's so much to do, see, and experience in Henderson, South Carolina. Plan your next outdoor adventure with a visit to Lake Hartwell, boating, fishing hike and bike the nearby trails experience some history and after enjoy the numerous restaurants shops and experiences anderson has to offer visit green pond landing right there on lake hartwell perfect launch point for pleasure boating fishing kayaking or just a nice walk beside the water come see why anderson is called south carolina's bright spot check it out at visitanderson.com that's visitanderson.com welcome to
5: minnow king how can i help you
0: Everything looks good. I'm friggin' starving, man. Been spawning all morning. Ugh, TMI, bro. What do you want? I'll take a Crush City Freeloader and Gizzard Shad.
3: Anything to drink? Water. Pull ahead, please. Welcome to Minnow King.
2: We're gonna have what he's had. Yeah, throw me in a Ned B.L.T. too. Pull ahead, please. Calm down, but feed him so much. Oh, yeah, man. I'm trying to, man. Feed, feed if you away. overfeed him, he's gonna hide
3: under a log.
0: Welcome back to Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio. Now, here's your host, Tom Abraham. And
1: welcome back Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio. And now as we continue to navigate uh, through this show and and, and look, you know, um, Pat Schlopper, I mean, this dude out of Wisconsin, he led this thing on day two, led the thing on day three. It uh, looked really good going into day four. It didn't work out for him, but he finishes third. He was 19th last year in the points. He's going to be a big part of the Bassmaster Classic coming up in Tulsa. Uh, and he joins us now. We were able to catch up with him during practice uh, for Fork. Uh, great tournament, though, to start the season at Toledo Bend. And he joins us now in the VMC. Hook, Pat, welcome to the show. How are you?
6: I'm good, out here battling the wind and cold on Lake Fork.
1: I hear you. I man. as people are listening to this, I'm going to say you're still fishing, okay? I, I'm saying you made another Saturday cut, and you're out there fishing still. But uh, let's go back a week, of course, to Toledo Bend. First of all, how do you feel about the back-to-back? Because, you know, you're obviously one of the guys uh, fished it right to the bitter end, and then you got to, you know, hustle your way up to fork. This one's not too bad. It's, I think, what, two and a half, three hours away maybe. Um, but you, you know, get right back into it. How do you like back to backs?
6: Uh, you know, I, I like it. I just, I really wish they would give us a travel day because it's man, it's grueling. I didn't get here and set up until 11, 1130. And, you know, after six straight days, seven straight days of fishing right into another one, no time to recover. I mean, the last two days I haven't slept and like I've you know this is might be a tough tournament for me i just haven't haven't been able to recover, so um, I like the back-to-backs. I just really wish they'd give us a travel day.
1: It, it, it would almost—it's almost a little bit unfair, I would think. You know, for the guys that didn't make the the, the Saturday cut, or even the guys that uh, you know made Saturday but had to leisurely work their way up there on Sunday, they can kind of chill, have a day off of the water, get their gear together, you know, get settled into their uh, uh, living accommodations, whatever. It, it almost, in a way, handicaps you guys that are in the top ten, I would think.
6: Yeah, for sure. And then you know we have no off days after practice anymore either. So like, you know, I'm gonna have to get off the water earlier today to try to prep my stuff. And it's it's it's. I mean, I'm very thankful to you know make the top ten, obviously. But sure. it's like then you're behind the eight ball the the rest of the week. So you know, yeah. we'll see. It is what it is.
1: Well, let's go back to to uh, what happened at Toledo Bend because you got you know you were just absolutely on fire and. Yeah, I thought, to be quite honest with you, after day one, it it kind of felt like uh, Koyo Fujita would just run away and hide with the thing. Were you surprised that you were able to run him down and then continue to lead uh, through the Saturday?
6: No, I wasn't surprised at all. I mean, I knew I was around a good number of big fish. And, um, you know, I just had to get my timing right and execute. And I did, you know, the first two days was, was – first day I executed really good. The second day was, was good. You know, third day I lost one big one. And, and then the last day it just, you know, they, they kind of disappeared and I didn't adjust. So um, I, I knew I, I really felt like after practice I had, a, I had a, ch- a chance, um, you know, and that's not like me to say that, but um, I wasn't surprised to, to be in contention with what I had found.
1: Well, I'll talk about the way you were catching them, um, you know, because obviously this was a tournament that was dominated by forward-facing sonar. We'll get back to that here in a moment. But uh, just talk about, you know, this this deep weed edge that you were working and, uh, you know, pretty much staying. I mean, it's not like you were running all over the lake. That's a huge body of water, but you pretty much did all your damage in that house bay area, right?
6: Yeah, I had some timber down a little further. I started in the first day, and I weighed a nice one out of it the second day, but the bulk of it was in that one area. And I think, you know, there was a bunch of guys out on the main creek channel, you know, like Coop Gallant and Chris Johnston and Brian New. You know, there was a bunch of people outside of me that were were catching big ones too, and I think I just had a spot between where they were catching them and where they were heading to the bank where they would just kind of you know, hang out and uh, wait to move up. So, um, you know, I, I figured out the sweet spot and, and, uh, kind of, kind of just waited for them to show themselves and then tried to make an accurate cast and catch them.
1: Wisconsin pro Pat Schlopper with us here talking about uh, his tournament. He ends up finishing third in the deal. Uh, No matter what, great to get off to a good start, right? You were 19th in the points last week, your third, obviously uh, as you were entering into this one that's going on now at Fork. Um, But it's so much better than starting way behind the eight ball and having to work your way up the list.
6: Yeah, for sure. It's a great start. You know, it's a bummer to get that close and to go into the last day with a six pound lead, you know, and I thought like, if I get 15, 16 pounds, which I really didn't think would be a problem. And it ended up being a problem. Yeah. I ended up with 15 and a half pounds, but if I get that, then he's got to catch 21 everybody else has got to catch, you know, 27, 28, which Patrick Walters, of course, ended up catching a big bag, but, I felt like I had a chance if I caught 15, 16 pounds. And if mm-hmm. I caught 20 pounds, I felt like I would probably win, which I would have needed, you know, 23. Yeah. So um, it is what it is. You can't fight it. When someone's going to catch a bag like that, I mean, what do you do? It's, it's just, it is what it is. It's, just, it's unfortunate to get in that position and not close it out because you don't get in that position very often.
1: Well, ninety three pounds uh eight ounces for the tournament. If I told you going in, I'll give you a ninety three eight, would you have not even gone out on the water? Would you just ask, you know a ninety three? Yeah, I would've
6: like my prediction was ninety two seven to win. Wow. Um Good. and uh you know, and everybody's saying there's gonna be all these century belts, which there was one, but you know, barely barely but there was yeah. one. Yeah. Um you know, you get that many boats in that area. I was fishing. There was so much pressure. And like every other elite tournament, you know, the first day I had that stretch all to myself, like, no, I could roll up there. I rolled up there at about 10 o'clock, caught one big one. The first day left it came back at about 12. And I caught, I caught four big ones, you know, Mm -hmm. in about an hour. Well, then of course, you know, like the second day, all these other competitors show up. Plus there was a high school tournament there was a lot more pressure in there, and that, that didn't help. But uh, it was a good tournament. I'll take it.
1: Yeah, 27-4, day one, 28-5, day 2 22-7. On day three, uh, you know, kept you in first place for a couple of days there before sliding a little bit on uh, championship Sunday. But how do you explain a a body of water that big? I mean, you would think, and I fished the open at at Okeechobee, so I have an idea of what it's like for a big, huge body of water to fish like a little pond because, you know, everybody was in, you know, 80 boats, 90 boats all in the same area of Harney Pond uh, at Okeechobee in that open. So Uh here's this big body of water, and you would think that they're fishing scattered everywhere what made that area of housing so popular for so many as the week went on
6: well that had about the best grass that i had found really good hydrilla and then it had a lot of timber and it and the water was a lot cleaner so i think that you know the way that we were fishing those fish could see better you know you, knew, yeah. you were able to get them to come up a little bit more and and i just think it's traditionally an area on toledo bend that's known for having numbers of big fish. Yeah. So like I went there in pre-practice, you know, a month before or whatever it was. And, uh, I, I found that area and a couple other ones. And that's why I didn't really run around the lake. Cause like, there's enough of them in here. I just have to dial it in and figure it out. And every day of practice, I would go all day long and by about three o'clock, I'd have a really good bag, just kind of moving around and, and moseying through there. So I knew they were in there and I knew I had found some areas that were probably had a lot more there but I obviously just didn't really dissect it till a tournament.
1: Pat Schlopper with us here. All right. Um, let's get to the money question. One, two, three, or four forward facing, uh, uh, transducers on your boat.
6: I've got four, I've got two on the front, which honestly I've only turned, I haven't even turned the second one on in the front. Um, and then I've got two on the back, which really wasn't a factor in that tournament. um, because the fish I was catching wasn't related to bait. Mm -hmm. You know, I think where that stuff on the back is really going to shine is when they're related to bait, and mine weren't. So, but, yeah, I'm running four.
1: Do you like this kind of fishing? Is this something you get excited about? Because, I mean, I know you're from Wisconsin, and there's parts of Wisconsin, natural lakes, a lot of grass, things like that. You might want to be throwing a frog or a spinnerbait or a chatterbait or something like that. But are you comfortable with this? Do you like this?
6: Yeah, I mean, I've, I spent over a month in Texas this year before, you know, the season started just kind of fine-tuning stuff, learning how to fish like that. So, yeah, I'm comfortable with it. I mean, I love fishing shallow and throwing a chatterbait and all that stuff, but it's just you're not going to win. You weren't going to win that tournament without doing it, and honestly, you're probably not going to win fourth without doing it, So, yeah. um, which I won't be doing it on fourth very much. But, yeah. you know, someone's going to, one of them guys is going to figure it out. They're going to catch a big
1: bag. Pat Schlopper with us here. All right, before we let you go, Shields, everybody sees your logo. Shields, your title sponsor. They're going to be a local sponsor of the uh, Bass Pro Shops uh, Bassmaster Classic in Tulsa. Tell us in a minute what Shields actually is.
6: So it's a very it's a big sporting goods store, and we've got I think thirty one or thirty two stores right there right now, primarily in the Midwest. Um, but there is one in Dallas. They're actually building one in Tulsa. They're putting one in Phoenix, so we're gradually moving south. But um, giant, you know, big stores, they have yeah, Ferris wheels in them, bowling alley, candy shop, like wow. cafe. I mean, clothing, hunting, fishing, every sports deal you can think of. Um, and there, we have really, really, really extensive training for the associates. Mm-hmm. So um, you get a really good experience when you go in there if you if you have questions looking for product. So yeah, I, I've worked for them since 2004 yeah. and when i decided to go try to do this they they came on
1: as my title sponsor so i'm very thankful uh that's uh very very cool all right well i'm looking forward to seeing you in tulsa uh i'm i'm telling the people right now you're still fishing because uh, they're listening to this over the weekend and i got confidence in you pat slopper has been our guest pat uh great job last week and, and we'll see you down the road I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. That's Pat Slopper. Great being able to you can hear the disappointment in his voice. I mean he was right there. I mean, he was right there and he needed twenty three, which was what he was catching at least that. And uh, you know, it just didn't happen on Sunday. All right, we we'll get a break in here when we come back. Patrick Walters joins us next. He finished second in this deal. It's Phoenix Boats, Bassmaster Radio on the Bassmaster Radio Network. The Bassmaster
3: Classic is returning to Grand Lake of the Cherokees. Be at the greatest event in bass fishing March 22nd through the 24th. And join us March 21st at the kickoff party for live music and giveaways. Friday through Sunday, watch takeoffs at Wolf Creek Park. See the Outdoors Expo presented by GSM Outdoors at the Cox Convention Center. Then to the BOK Arena for the exciting weigh-in shows. Fun for the whole family, all events are free. The Bass Pro Shop's Bassmaster Classic presented by Jockey Outdoors. See Bassmaster.com for details. Get more out of your BASS membership. The new members-only section of Bassmaster.com gives exclusive how-to tips from the world's best bass anglers, tournament video archives from past decades, an historic library of features from Bassmaster magazine, and members-only brand discounts to save you money. Already a member? Current members get all this by logging in at Bassmaster.com slash membership. Not a member? Don't miss out. Scan the QR code and join today. And we'll even throw in some free gifts.
5: This is your boy, Seth Fighter, and I'm going to give you my picks for the
3: of Fantasy Fishing. That's kind of where my picks are going, guys who are good little egg time. Got a lot of experience. Uh, I think he led a day or two last year. Post-spawn fish that are a little bit
6: finicky. They've been, you know, hit pretty hard through the storm. They wanted to feed up. But in bucket A, there was one name that jumped out on that list.
4: Me! there's so much to do see and experience in henderson south carolina plan your next outdoor adventure with a visit to lake hartwell boating fishing Hike and bike the nearby trails, experience some history, and after, enjoy the numerous restaurants, shops, and experiences Anderson has to offer. Visit Green Pond Landing right there on Lake Hartwell. Perfect launch point for pleasure boating, fishing, kayaking, or just a nice walk beside the water. Come see why Anderson is called South Carolina's Bright Spot. Check it out at visitanderson.com. That's visitanderson.com.
1: Tom Abraham here for my friends at North Alabama Mortgage. Did you know that average home equity is at an all-time high? But so is average consumer debt. Even though rates are higher now, you can use your equity to pay off your high consumer debt, student loans, et cetera, then refi when the rates drop. Don't put off that new home purchase. When rates drop, prices will go up. Buy now and get the best price and then refi when the rates drop. This is the time to talk to the experts at North Alabama Mortgage. Visit NorthAlabamortgage.com for more information.
0: Welcome back to Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio. Now here's your host, Tom Abraham.
1: And welcome back, Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio. The segment of the show is brought to you by the fine folks at Visit Anderson, Anderson, South Carolina, and Lake Hartwell. If it didn't exist, you'd have to invent it. The lake is absolutely tremendous, but you know what? Uh, Anderson, South Carolina is great too. I mean, I always take my wife, whenever I go over to fish at Harwell, like I will be this fall for the open. And uh, and she just loves shopping around there. It's just a great town to to hang out. It's a great Southern town. And uh, yet you still get a big city feel downtown with the restaurants and all the other cool stuff uh, down there, including the Blackley, uh, my favorite place to stay in downtown Anderson. Speaking of South Carolina, I'll tell you what, here's a dude that's got three century belts already in his early career. He's over a million dollars. He may be, I've been trying to research it, he may be the fastest ever to a million dollars as an elite series pro, I believe that he is. And uh, he was about four pounds away from a century belt at Toledo Bend. Ended up uh, with a big bag, 29 pounds on the final day to uh, come in second, pulling in about four pounds of Koyo Fujita. He is, of course, Rapala Pro Patrick Walters, and he's on the VMC hook. Patrick, welcome to the show. How are you? Tom, I'm
5: doing great. Thanks for having me. Uh, Things are doing really good right now. Can't complain. I wish it was a little bit warmer outside, but other than that, no complaints.
1: You know, you're like everybody's picked to be the angler of the year, so no pressure there. I'm sure by now you've heard and saw and and everything else that all of the muckety-mucks, all the Bassmaster Live guys, everybody's kind of picked you to, uh, to be the angler of the year, and you go out and bang out second place right off the bat and of course as people are listening to this you're fishing at fork and that means we know that you're still fishing on the weekend because you are a hammer there for sure um th- do you even think about that when you when you hear that everybody's picking you to be angler of the year does that put any added pressure on you at all
5: no not really i mean it's fishing you know you still have to perform and it's when it's your time it's your time it's kind of how i look at it. i mean i know, I know everybody says that but uh I mean, it's just a pick. I mean, it's just people throwing a shot in the dark. And it's still it's just the schedule has to line up for you. And then, you know, you have to fish great every single day. You know, the the Elite Series season, it's, it's, it's hard. It is not easy to catch them consistently. So I don't even look at the long term. I just look at one day at a time. And uh, that's all we're looking at. We're looking at Fork right now. And that's kind of, we've already forgot about Toledo. We're looking at Fork. And then after Fork gets done, we'll start preparing for the next one.
1: Well, we haven't forgotten about Toledo. You know, we got to we got to wrap up Toledo, and uh, and obviously we get these back to backs. How do you feel about the back to backs? I mean, it makes it tough. I mean, during the week, I know from my perspective, it's a little bit tough because to get the media obligations in, usually we got to get the guys at night and so on. But those of you that fished on Championship Sunday. Uh, you know, we talked earlier with, uh, Pat Schlappler and he talked about getting in late to Toledo after, you know, various, uh, commitments that he had and so on. And, and not having any rest and not having even a day off to, you know, tie some stuff up or whatever. Um, do you feel like it's a disadvantage for the 10 that fish on Sunday?
5: No, not at all. I mean, you're cashing a good check. No complaints. Oh, no, I like the back <laughs> to back. to Go ahead and knock them out. I mean, yeah. cause then you get in fish mode and you're in the zone. I mean. When we come to Texas, I want to be here. If we have two in a row, I don't want to go all the way back home to South Carolina and then come back. And uh, if you're in the top ten and you're complaining, ain't nobody listening.
1: You know, they helped you out. And uh, I know you fish some MPL stuff, and they, uh, you know, and they have uh, an event down in Amistad, so you get to stay in Texas for another week, right?
5: I'm actually going to be in Texas for five weeks. This road trip is going to be a five week long trip. We started at Toledo. We're here at Forks now. Then I go to Amistad for the NPFL Championship. Then I got like three or four days off, and then I actually leave and go to Oklahoma for the Bassmaster Classic. So uh, it's a lot of time away from home. This is uh, to start the season off. You know, I don't mind long road trips, yeah. but usually, you know, kind of in the middle of the season when you got your stuff dialed in, for it to be the first one of the year, it's uh, it's a lot. But I mean, hey, that's fishing.
1: South Carolina pro Patrick Walters with us. So, do you, are you carrying everything you need for all? I, I understand with the Texas stuff, but for Grand. Can you go straight to Grand? You got everything you need with you, uh, or, or or do you or do you need to kind of reload a little bit for with some different uh, with some different arsenal?
5: It's a little bit of both. No, I have everything I need. I put the rod coffin on the truck. I carried all my extra tackle. But mm. the good thing is, Omni efficient is only one click away. So it's like that's if true. I need more tackle, it is uh, it's not hard to get anything overnighted if I need it. You know, if you get on a special bite and you only have a few of one thing, but um, that's why I I try to pack in bulk and that's actually the hard part is packing for these tournaments because yeah. you don't know what you're going to need and so it's like basically like you said packing everything you got
1: you know speaking of omnia fishing uh listeners right now uh, if they go uh to sign up you know the 49 dollars pro package there which gets you all kinds of discounts and layers and layers on your mapping and all that kind of stuff uh they get a 10 percent discount uh by no check that they get a 20 percent discount they get a 20 percent discount by simply putting in the discount code uh you know at omnia fishing uh forward slash bass so they get it 10 bucks it's like 39 and change to get omnia pro and and what a, what a great arsenal what a great thing to add to your arsenal to have that mapping and be able to look at grass and be able to look at water temps and and kind of look out ahead and uh you know that 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 mapping app just seems to get better and better.
5: It absolutely does. I mean, and see, that's the thing. It's, you, knowledge is everything in bass fishing, you know, cause all we're doing is making hypotheses. I mean, when you, when you go somewhere, it's a guess. And so when you have the tools to help you concentrate on things, whether like you said, it's the water temperature, whether it's the wind, you're looking at Navionics on, on the Omni yeah. app and you can truly see like, all right, here are the contours. Here's the Creek bend. This is where we think the fish are going. This is where probably they start. And then you just follow him through, and at the same time, he can order tackle. I mean, it's it's a double whammy, and you yeah. do not like that.
1: Yeah, no, it's absolutely uh, outstanding there. And, again, you can check it out at Fishing forward slash BASS and, and get yourself hooked up uh, with a nice little discount at Omnia Fishing on the Omnia Pro uh, as well. All right, so uh, let's go back to Ben for a minute. I know you don't want to think about it anymore. You're in the middle of the fork tournament now by the time people hear this. But going back to the Ben um, – Kind of weird, you really like the even days, right? The 30-pound bag on day one, or the odd days, the 30-pound bag, or check that, on day two, and uh, and then, of course, the 29-pound bag on day four. Do you look back at all and say, you know, dang, if I didn't have those couple of days or that one day, that 15, at 16-pound day, that, you know, maybe it, uh, I, I'm winning this thing. Do you, do you try to avoid looking back at that and seeing what happened on the day you had 16-5 as opposed to 30 pounds?
5: Yes and no. Um, you look back, you reflect a little bit to learn, you to, to learn your lesson of where did you make the mistake, what should you have done different, and then you, you roll on with it. I mean, it is what it is. Stuff happens, I, I don't regret anything. Um, if I would have done something different, I might have not even got a check. Um, you know, on day one, I didn't start doing what I should have been doing till 1 o'clock, and so it's like, hey, I could have been doing that sooner, but you, you it is what it is. I mm-hmm. mean, I, I don't get held up by anything. Um, on day three, fish just didn't bite. I I mean, Koya didn't have them. Right. Fujita didn't have them on day three. So it's, something happened. There was a lot of boat pressure. Um, you could have probably went somewhere completely different, but I'd have to go Toledo bin a little bit better. Only having, excuse me, only having three days of practice on Toledo Bend, yeah. an extremely massive body of water. Um, it's hard to practice for, you know, a slow day like that. I'm trying to avoid pressure. So, um, that's one thing I wish you could have kind of looking back, I'd have done a little bit different, but it's, I mean, no
1: regrets, you know, South, long next one? South Carolina pro Patrick Walters with us here. And, uh, yeah, it's a massive body of water. It fished kind of small. I mean, like it seemed to fall like half the field was all in the house and Creek area, house Bay area. Uh, there are, you know, a lot of guys fishing in that general area. How does a, a body of water that big get that small? Um, you know, did they have anything to do with forward-facing sonar and water clarity and things like that? Or what uh, grass What was it, it? It
5: was like mostly grass. Yeah. Um, that's where most of the grass in the lake is, is in housing and six miles. And uh, there's just a lot of bait in that area. And that's just where the biggest population of fish is. If you got offshore grass, you got fish. Um, the whole lake's got fish in it, but uh, it wasn't right. Um, the weather wasn't right. The water temperature wasn't right. Water level was doing, it was kind of going the wrong direction. It was going down instead of up. It was up, but it was going the wrong way. And so that kind of buggered them up. And so that's why you didn't see the shallow guys really catch them. The shallow bite just wasn't there. Mm. Um, I think we were a uh, uh, one week ahead of it, where we're, the whole lake would have played more than just one general
1: area. Twenty nine pounds on championship Sunday for Patrick Walters. Yet you lamented that it could have been even more. I mean, yeah, yeah. did you feel like you had you know what what was the what was the cap if you had gotten the other big ones that you felt like you were on? Is this a thirty-four pound bag, thirty-five pound bag? Could you have won the tournament uh, with would would a would a huge bag? It, where were it?
5: It was a lot. I mean, I don't like to exaggerate because that's what fishermen do. But um, it would have been a lot of weight. We would have scared. We would have definitely broke a hundred pounds. It would have been really well. I mean, I lost two big ones. Um, one was the same size as the two big ones I caught, and they were eight pounders. And one was bigger than those. And so, I mean, it would have it would have been a big. It would have been a big bag of trout.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Patrick Welters uh, with us here. Speaking of 100 pounds, as I said in the open, you have three century belts, two of them at Fork. Uh, you know, when we'll see, you know, people are predicting multiple century belts during this event that's going on at at Fork right now. How big a deal is that for you? I mean, how cool is that? I mean, is it something that you really kind of strive for? I know what Gerald Swindle, he was very excited when he got his second one. You've got three. You've been doing this like four or five years on the elites. Um, how big a deal is it?
5: it's a big deal. I mean, looking back, it'll probably mean more to me like in the future, but Mm. right now it's just pretty cool. I mean, when you catch them, you're just like, yeah, I caught some big fish, you know, it's, 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 it's a lot, but it's, um, we'll reflect
1: on it later. Doesn't it? Doesn't doesn't come with any uh, check, right? Just a belt. You're not getting any extra dough yeah, out of the deal. So, so it's like <laughs> cool. if I'm not getting any extra dough, at least I got the belt. It's a really cool uh, belt that is for sure. You came close at 95 pounds and 15 ounces here uh, at Toledo, Ben. You have had an incredible start to your career. I mentioned that that you're you know over a million dollars already, and you've got wins, and you know you you these three belts and everything else. Having said that, this Fujita kid. Good God, he's fished 10 tournaments with you guys, and he's got six top 10s and two wins. I mean, that's just insane.
5: He's pretty darn good. He is. To tell you the truth, he makes us all better. Um, That's why I like Vegeta, because uh, as a fisherman, I get lazy sometimes. Mm. And, uh, like, you just kind of get complacent. And uh, Vegeta makes you want to work harder and try different things and learn new techniques. And to to be honest, I mean, he makes us all better fishermen. He is an amazing fisherman, but uh, he doesn't know it, but he's just making the competition that much harder. So that's what we're here for. Yeah. We here to keep it to
1: him. You know, and that the Mickey rig that he's throwing, yeah, you guys, it, they're all fairly similar. I don't think you know. He's always worrying about the you know the, the secret, the lure, whatever. I think it's the secret sauce. I don't think it has anything to do with the body shape of the of the rig or anything else. He's dipping that thing in something. You know, I mean, that's the deal. Is you guys all got your own little formula, and
2: uh, and that's I what I want to get my hand. His in. His mouth. <laughs> I think he just got his mouth right.
1: I think it has to do with the half a dozen uh, forward facing uh, uh, transducers he has. All right, final question. Full disclosure. How many transducers do you have on your boat, forward-facing transducers on your boat? Four, three, two. Two. Oh, good for you. Good for you. So you've I've
5: oh, I ran one only.
1: Yeah.
2: This
5: is the first year I've ever ran two. I've got one in scout mode. It's a Loran Sector target. And then I've got one forward-facing. It's LiveScope, yeah. a Garmin LiveScope. So I've only got two. I, so you, I, I really don't think that's the deal. I think it's in... Uh, it's the bird, it's the user. It's all the operator. I think it's, you got to know what you're looking at, know what you're doing and you got to know how to trigger fish. I mean, fish are like, I mean, they're yeah. like people. They have all personalities, and you just got to know how to make them trigger.
1: Always a pleasure to have Patrick Walters on. Top three come on every week. So, I, you know, if I'm ringing your phone, you know, I mean, just pick up, please, because, you know, it's just it's <laughs> going to be that kind of year for you, the way this schedule sets up, I believe. But, uh, Patrick, I appreciate you as always. Congrats on a great start to the season.
5: Hey, thanks a bunch, Tom. Take
1: care. Uh, thank you. All right, we'll get a break in here. We'll come back and wrap it up next. This is Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio on the Bassmaster Radio Network. Rapala is one of the most respected names in all of the fishing industry. The finest balsa wood baits with the best action, the DT Series, the Brat Squarebells, and the Shad wrap are all legendary. But did you know that Rapala also makes high-quality rain gear and every kind of fishing accessory you can imagine? Plus, under the Rapala family of brands, you'll find VMC hooks and terminal tackle, Suffix mono, fluoro, and Braided. Lines, terminator spinner baits, jigs, and frogs, plus the storm Arashi line of baits. Learn more at Rapala.com. That's Rapala.com and start catching more fish.
5: Welcome to Minnow King. How can I help you?
1: Everything looks good.
0: I'm friggin' starving, man. Been spawning all morning. TMI, bro. What do you want? I'll take a Crush City freeloader and gizzard shad.
3: Anything to drink?
2: Water. Pull ahead, please. Welcome
3: to Minnow King.
0: We're gonna
2: have what he's had. Yeah, throw me in a Ned BLT, too. Go ahead, please. Calm down. But feed him so much. I man, I'm trying to, man. If you overfeed
3: him, he's going to hide under a log.
1: Hey gang, Tom Abraham here for my friends at 13 Fishing. I can't tell you how excited I was to learn that two-time Bassmaster Angler of the Year. Gerald Swindle had teamed up with the crew at 13 Fishing to build the ultimate rod and reel series that combines quality with a price point that works for all. And right now we have a tremendous deal for you. The new Meta Series Rods and Inception G2 Reels are available at 13fishing.com. And for a limited time, you can get 20% off your entire order by using the discount code BASSRADIO20. That's BASSRADIO20 only at 13fishing.com. The Bassmaster Classic is returning to Grand Lake of the
3: Cherokees. Be at the greatest event in bass fishing March 22nd through the 24th. And join us March 21st at the kickoff party for live music and giveaways. Friday through Sunday, watch takeoffs at Wolf Creek Park. See the Outdoors Expo presented by GSM Outdoors at the Cox Convention Center. Then to the BOK Arena for the exciting weigh-in shows. Fun for the whole family, all events are free. The Bass Pro Shop's Bassmaster Classic presented by Jockey Outdoors. See Bassmaster.com for
1: details. Tom Abraham here for my friends at North Alabama Mortgage. Did you know that average home equity is at an all-time high? But so is average consumer debt. Even though rates are higher now, you can use your equity to pay off your high consumer debt, student loans, et cetera, then refi when the rates drop. Don't put off that new home purchase. When rates drop, prices will go up. Buy now and get the best price and then refi when the rates drop. This is the time to talk to the experts at North Alabama Mortgage. Visit NorthAlabamaMortgage.com for more
0: information thank you for listening to Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio on Sports Byline USA and the Bassmaster Radio Network
1: for the final segment of phoenix boats Bassmaster radio and as we idle this show back to the dock let's take a look at some news and notes from around the pond have you checked out the new line of plastics from rapala the crush city series there is the freeloader and the mayor great alone as swim base or as trailers the cleanup craw and the bronco bug creature base that drive bass wild and the ned blt for your ned rigs these crush city products in some really amazing colors are available now at all your major outlets Time now for the Minn Kota Altrex Quest for the Elite's AOI, ROI, and Elite qualification through the St. Croix Bassmaster Opens. You know, the new Altrex Quest trolling motor combines the most responsive, intuitive steering ever with GPS-powered automatic boat control. The new Quest series of dual 24-36 volt brushless trolling motors were designed for anglers who demand the best from their equipment, even in the harshest of environments. With a programmable foot pedal, re-engineered motor and mount, more advanced GPS functionality than ever before, and an eco mode to extend battery life, the only thing this motor won't do is quit. Taking a look at the Progressive Bassmaster Angler of the Year standings after one event. Of course, the guys are fishing fork now, so. This will change next week, but right now sitting on top off of his win is Koya Fujita followed by Patrick Walters Pat Schlopper, Robert Gee and Ben Milliken in 5th Now let's take a look at the Dakota Lithium Elite Series Rookie of the Year standings. It's Robert G atop the list there with Ben Milliken right behind him, Wesley Gore in 3rd, Trey McKinney 4th and Tyler Williams 5th Let's look at the Tackle Warehouse Bassmaster Elite Qualifiers The top 9 will Uh, qualify to move over to the Bassmaster Elite Series, sitting on top after two tournaments is Paul Marks with 390 points, followed by Easton Fothergill, and then Andy Newcomb in third, Evan Kung in fourth, Joe Weiberg in fifth, Tucker Smith in sixth, Emma Wagner in seventh, Ish Monroe looking to get back to the elites is eighth, and Dakota Ebert in ninth. Well, if you missed any of this week's show, remember it's just a click away at Bassmaster.com forward slash radio or just go to Bassmaster.com and click on the... Remember, if you missed any of this week's show, it's always just a click away at Bassmaster.com forward slash radio or just visit Bassmaster.com and click on the Anglers page and you'll see Bassmaster Radio listed there. Bassmaster Radio is also available at sportsbyline.com and on all major platforms including Spotify, TuneIn, and more. So until next time, keep those lines tight and nets heavy. I'm Tom Abraham, and this has been Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio on the Bassmaster Radio Network.